You're listening to DraftKings Network. Hi, this is Kyrie Shelton from New York City FC, and you're listening to The Cooligans. Hi, I'm RJ Allen for New York City Football Club, and you're listening to The Cooligans. Cooligans! That was Kyrie motherfucking Shelton. (laughs) I should stop cursing on this, right? Kids listen to this that one day. Maybe. I think we'll bleep it out if if necessary. Yeah, we're not going to do that. But Kyrie. Kyrie. F and Shelton. Uh, (laughs) Does that help? And RJ. uh, RJ Allen. uh, MF and Allen. MF and Allen. Uh, One New Yorker, and I think... Kyrie's from Texas, but they're both No, New York Kyrie's City. from Colorado. From Colorado, my yes. bad. All right, fly over state either way. <laughs> uh, and, but they are both New York City in their heart and goddamn soul. Oh, uh, that's right. And they are, they are, and they have Cooligans in their hearts also. Oh, boy. Oh, boy, do they. They love the Cooligans. They are Thank th- you so much for that intro. If you guys are listening, hopefully you are. Uh, you guys are awesome. You know who else is awesome? The fans. The reaction we've been getting from these guys. Can you ask for anything more? We can't ask for anything. I, actually, I mean, we can. We can. We, and, and, we, we I, and we will. <laughs> yeah, and we will. We, we have, a lot more. We have it's it in, coming. We have it in our calendars to ask for more <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. on very specific days. Yeah, no, lots of things are going to be asked <laughs> for. Uh, but so far, you guys have been absolutely amazing. Uh, let me say this. Uh, awesome, awesome time talking to you guys. Messages you're sending us, tweets, everything, the whole nine. We're going to be asking you guys for a little more now that we mentioned that. So look out for some messages. But right now, we want to talk about... Something that's not necessarily New York City Football Club, but still is soccer. Did you see the United States? Uh, I want to say be cheated out <laughs> of uh, out of a win, but really just be mercilessly knocked around the park. Uh, they, yeah, I did see. Uh, you know the the tragedy you're speaking of. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you know what? What's kind of exciting is that now I feel like as the years go on, U.S. men's national team losses are affecting America more emotionally. Like so it's, the, the uh, positive is how hard everyone <laughs> is taking it. Yeah, which means we care. Which is it that it's a good starting point. Yeah, but you know we would care so much more if we won. Without a doubt. Because now, we in America we want to be number one. We are front runners uh I mean d- definitively. We want to be with yeah. the, the successful uh, uh product we sure. want to be ahead of everyone else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't want to be Linux. You know, we want to be Mac. <laughs> correct, you correct. Know? Yeah, yeah. We want to be Mac OS or OS ten, whatever it's called. You know, uh, El Capitan, the new the new OS X. Is you, that it? That's the name of it. Oh my god. Right. It's a <laughs> Mexican, Mexican drug board. <laughs> that's great. I'm, I'm glad that a Mexican drug board. OS X El Chapo. Yeah, El Chapo. <laughs> For the cell phone, it's iOS Guapo. <laughs> Uh, yeah, they're taking over everything. Not only have they beaten us, yeah, they've now. I guess that was that a stipulation that Apple was like, "Look, if you beat, <laughs> if you win, we'll name it after whoever you want." You know, I mean, pr- all props to Mexico, man. They, oh, they were good with an interim coach wearing, wearing what, a, a penny, con- wearing a penny, <laughs> wearing a Concacaf <laughs> sweater vest, out there looking like a sponsored, <laughs> like a like a like a sponsored accountant dad. Ugh beating us the guy was sitting the whole time no real passion from that guy what's yeah. his name what deco what was his name taco tato <laughs> i don't know his name. i'm not offending know. him i just don't just know his uh, name. you know some other racist Mexican no it wasn't no no, no. <laughs> he has a nickname he has a nickname yeah, he does, he does. i'm pretty sure he was not being racist <laughs> uh you know I, why would i do that i would not do that uh, again that would be christian polanco yeah, exactly. uh <laughs> i uh i was gee i i mean Frustrated isn't the word. I was disappointed. I uh, I looked at the team as though 
Uh, they were the father who didn't show up on my birthday year after year. That's how I looked at them. They were just yeah. sitting there doing nothing. I mean, we couldn't have looked George. And you know who looked bad? And I hate saying this, but Josie Outdoor. The uh, guy couldn't do a thing. I, what I, is he doing in Toronto? He looked better when he played for Ozzy Akmar. Ozzy Akmar. Yeah, yeah. He was terrible. He, um, I, I don't know. I mean, I feel like, the, I think ever since that hamstring injury at the World Cup, he's, he hasn't been the same person. I think he, uh, he, he talked. Let's be honest. It's ever since he went to Sunderland to play for DiCaino. I mean, that, that guy was a maniac to begin with. There's photos of him hailing Hitler. That's the guy you want to go play for? Okay. Well, he shouldn't have gone to play for him knowing no, that he, he was should. a Hitler supporter. That is Well, <laughs> a very good football player though. Uh, not Hitler. I mean, I don't know how Hitler played. I'm assuming he was very he was very waist. He was very fat in the waist. I don't think that's, you know, he was a, he had like a like a like birthing hips, Hitler. That's not okay. conducive to soccer. <laughs> but I mean, Di Caino, you know, great, you know, Italian from I think the Lazio region, so not his fault that he's a fascist, but uh, <laughs> he was raised that way. But I mean, you know, you go to a team that I mean, the guy's a nutbag to begin with. He's 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 all over the place. That's not the guy you want to go play for, you know. And then he doesn't start. He looks terrible. Uh, and then he goes to uh, Toronto, which I'm fine with. I don't mind players coming back. If you gave me truth serum, I'd say don't. Mm-hmm. You know, go tough it out in, in in a lower league and see if you can work your way up and earn that. You know, and maybe try a little harder. That's me. As opposed to taking. And I, the only reason why I don't want players to come back is because I think it's easier for them to play here. Not because it's a lower level league or anything of that nature, or I don't think the competition is as tough because there's not all the additional cups and championships and whatnot. Yeah. We have one thing, U.S. Open Cup, and a lot of times the MLS uh, teams don't actually uh, take that as serious, and I, I don't even think the Canadian teams play in that, so that's out of the question. What I'm saying is there's a lot more of tough competition. You have to be on your edge when you're in Europe uh, for now, and I hope MLS changes, and I know these players coming back. I'm really just trying to stop all the emails from coming in. Um, <laughs> I get it. when that, If the players come back, we'll build that competition here sure but for right now it's not helping our u.s uh men's national team and i know other players are doing well but look at the two players that are the biggest on toronto outside of jovinko and uh you you know you see michael bradley did not have a great game at all Mm -hmm. uh and he looked terrible in the world cup and it seems to still be happening uh you know turnovers after turnovers. we didn't even have possession and and the player that looked the best is uh, bobby wood the kids what 20 yeah, he's twenty years old and he plays. He's a backup in in Germany, and the kid knows how to find the back of a net. Oh, oh we got birds here now. There's <laughs> birds in my apartment. Like, like, I was gonna say, <laughs> Bobby Wood did score against uh, Germany. That was a big uh, huge. And, and that, friendly. that was a huge. All he goal. does is score at the end of games. Yeah, yeah. That's all he does. It. Um, and we're dumb enough to give it back, man. And then someone yesterday brought up Portugal, and it pissed me off again in the <laughs> World Cup. The, we, the last second we let Ronaldo score, yeah. we would have won that goddamn game. I mean, I mean, that. Uh, <laughs> go ahead. Keep going. I got this. <laughs> that final. Um, oh, well, pause it. Pause it. Sorry about that. We had a guest come in. We did. Yeah. yeah. We I mean, at- to these guys, it sounds like we didn't stop at all. We just <laughs> beep. Uh, all right, go. Stop. Pause. Now we're back. It's just that you heard a beep, and then yeah. someone had an orgasm, and yeah. then we continue, <laughs> yeah, yeah. continue talking yeah. about soccer. That was one of my favorite clips. <laughs> we, we sat here in turmoil over whether we were going to delete it or not. We're like, ah, let's leave it in. It's funny. Yeah. Uh, but go ahead. You were saying? I was saying that final. I mean, we could. the game should have gone to penalties, right? Uh, it would have been. If it drew. That's, that's where it should have gone. So, yeah. I mean, th- that. That final extra time loss. Ugh. Exactly. That final goal was, I mean, the bounce, the luck of that bounce was crazy. That was, that was a world class hit. Though. But that shot, man, it's just like 
I, when I saw it, I'm like, no. You think I'm, Timmy I, Howard could have stopped it? You want to get that going? I mean, I'll, I'm just going to say yes. Yeah, you're an Everton guy. You <laughs> with, think Timmy would have stopped that? Without a doubt. He, he wouldn't have allowed any of the goals. He would have stopped that shit with his mouth. He would have eaten it. I got to stop swearing. There was a 12-year-old who told us he loved the podcast. I don't like him doing swearing. And his mother helps us. His mother puts it on for him. And all I do is swear. And I told myself I'm not going to. But Timmy would have stopped that. Timmy would have bit on that thing and just shook his head like a pit bull. I, you know, Guzan, I think he didn't know. Uh, he what? I, you he, say like he's a French impressionist painter. Guzan. 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 A Oh, yeah. Can I have one of those with ham and cheese? Is that possible? He said, I mean, he basically, I think he he, he didn't. He probably did not expect the shot. Who did? Did I, you? I did not expect the shot, and I also I did not expect it to be so accurate, so perfect. It was it was incredibly. You perfect. know, you notice it didn't even bounce into the net. It sat in the corner perfectly. Like he literally <laughs> he placed it yeah, there. He flopped out. Yeah. He flop shot it. Oh man, as a golf as a golf like that's impressed. that's like it's uh, one in a million hit. Yeah, but here's the thing about the Mexican team: they play. Uh, Mexicans football, like the, the, the one thing I noticed about Mexican football as an American football fan, is uh, American football fan, as an American soccer fan, is uh, the Mexicans tend to play in the final third somewhat erratic. Like it seems to me like anyone who's forward uh, at that moment uh, feels open to try to maybe get like a, like, a, like a crazy shot. Now, I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I actually think that's a great thing, and Americans don't know how to do that. Americans play a lot the way the uh, like Arsenal has been um, sort of, uh, you know, uh, credited with in a bad way of playing or, or uh, you know, sort of uh, being dissed as playing, which is trying to walk it in. It seems like we're always trying to find the perfect final pass to get an open net, whether it's Josie poaching or someone else poaching. And all the goals that everyone talks about was like Jermaine Jones is in the World Cup, that crazy curling shot. From yeah. the, and it's this is the thing. you got to test the keeper. No one's testing the keeper on this club yeah, or yeah. this team, I should say. We're not a club. No one's testing the keeper on the national team. No one. The Mexican team time after time was testing the keeper that shot should have gone nowhere yeah and everyone would be like dude if you would have trapped you would have got a better shot he knocked it into the corner of the back yeah. of the net I, done. Are you lied? Are you lied? I, I mean it was pretty i mean in, when after i saw that shot i'm like i'm mad but if you can make a shot if that's how you beat us yeah that's you deserve respect yeah you deserve that yeah. win um it's not klinsman's fault that we lost but it it is because we lost it falls on Klinsman's head. And yeah. well, I shoulders. said, yeah, I'm shoulders. shoulders. Would you? <laughs> I just made that up. Uh, would you? Yeah. You know, this is the Alexis podcast now. And uh, you do not correct me in my house now. Uh, yeah, it falls on his shoulders. It's his responsibility to win. It's not his fault that they didn't win. I don't like the, the BS excuses. See, I'm learning. Mm -hmm. I don't like the BS excuses that he comes up with. I can understand American fans. Uh, there's the two sects, right? You either think he's the savior of you, uh, the U.S. men's national team, or you think he uh, is lying and isn't uh, as good as uh, he says he was going to be. And he hasn't done any hasn't done anything he said he was going to be. What do we have? Forty percent possession. He said we were going to be a fast attacking possession based team. Where has that been? We did that yeah. like the first three months, and we haven't had it. So I get it. I'm okay with being frustrated at Klinsman. I can understand people saying that he should be gone. Who would you put in place? I don't know where you stand on this subject. We haven't really talked about this before. What do you think as far as Klinsman is concerned? I think Klinsman's still a little bit attached to his his veterans. And, you know, with Dempsey and Altidore. And, what I'm, are they doing? Yeah, it just, I mean, 
Look, I think Dempsey's reliable. He's he's uh, you know I think he's still got a few good years left. In a him. few good years. He's barely got a couple months left. <laughs> he's still, I I like him, but back in the studio. I know I said you're a terrible Alta- rapper, Dempsey. Back in the studio, <laughs> off the pitch. but Altidore. I mean, I don't. It's hard to totally justify him being a starter. He's the only good hold up central forward we have. But what I've found is that he's not good enough after he turns around and faces the net. He has been in the past. Mm-hmm. He may be again. I don't know. I'm not the coach. I'm not the one who says you sit him and hopefully he gets there or play him until he gets there. Yeah. You know, they say like in basketball, the shooter, you know, who's having a slump, got to shoot his way out of it. Well, this, this game was as important as it comes. And as soon as he was substituted, we looked like a better team. Bobby Wood is a kid. He's a yeah, kid man. who doesn't start. And he that looked was a big goal, man. Dude, did you see his run? He ran from the far post diagonally to the near post. I have not seen someone do that run since the last World Cup. We don't have Altador does not do that. Altador waits at the far post for a, for a deflection or something. He's yeah. he's a poacher at best. And I know Altador fans are going to be mad at me for saying that. He doesn't make the near post run. Now, granted, if a cross comes to the far post, I'll be the first one to scream, "Where were you? Why weren't you on the far post?" So Bobby Wood took a chance, but he saw he yeah. saw where the play was developing and he ran to that position and he nutmegged the keeper to score. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and, and, and the also board, the, the great pass from uh, Yedlin. That was oh no, Yedlin, be- beautiful. By the way, why didn't Yedlin start? Yeah, that pace down. The, I mean, this is Kyrie. Kyrie, if you're listening, this is why we need you on NYCFC. That pace down the right hand side mm-hmm. that stretches the defense. Yeah, I think you know the the common complaint with Yedlin is is his defense. They worry about that. I think that's why he doesn't start. That's ridiculous because he's that. Go- Here's the thing: we're we're playing almost, if we stay in the diamond in the midfield, which, by the way, as soon as the game started, we went back to the flat four. And you got Kyle Beckerman in there who, I'm sorry, passed it. This isn't his level. It's too fast for him. At best, he's good as the anchor for the diamond in the middle. And he's not that good when you go flat. And as soon as we start, we're all on our back heels and we're flat. Get him out of there. Yeah. Get him out of there. Why is Jermaine Jones should be your defensive midfielder. He's not going to be here during the next World Cup. If you're going to use him for anything, use him as one of those crazy dives into every play defensive midfielder. And hopefully we're, we're, we have a high line and he's forward enough to score. What you want from your wings is getting up. Fabian Johnson on one side, not Marcus, you know, Black Republican hairline Beasley. <laughs> What is he doing? He retired two years ago. What is he doing? That is his, his legal middle <laughs> name. Legal. By the way, his mama gave it to him, not me. Right? We're not making any jokes yeah, here. Yeah. This ain't no joke. Yeah, this ain't a big, a big Carson bit. That's what his mama calls him. That's what I'm going to call him. But, I mean, you got well, that guy. The guy's like in his 30s. This guy's not yeah. going to be here for the World Cup. Why is he here? And then on the other side, you could have had Yedlin. Yedlin would have been bombing up and down. And, by the way, Yedlin has the pace, the speed, and the stamina to get back every time for 90 minutes. That's literally his best feature is his stamina and his speed. He can do both. Yeah. And you know what? You hang your hat on that guy, and if you lose because of that, you feel better because there's no one else. You can't say, oh, well, you should have started X. There's no one there. You know what I mean? There's mm-hmm. not. The, there's no one else there that you should have started. That should have been your guy. That should have absolutely been your guy, 100%. You put him in, and look at how much the game changes when you put those two players in. I agree. In. I mean, I think there is a uh – I think, uh, you know, Jurgen is having a problem. You're too nice. Uh, having, well, th- sort of that changing of the guard. It's like with, with there's, there's uh, so many players that uh, there's an emotional attachment to uh, that have been reliable for him in the past. And introducing do these. It, do it during a friendly, not a one game. 
winner take all. Sure, sure. To get, by the way, to get in the only competition that's going to warm up uh, warm us up for the next World Cup. Like, we don't have anything. What are we going to do? Play a bunch of friendlies before that don't yeah. mean anything? This would have been This would have been very good, yeah. Right before the World Cup. Yeah. And uh, yeah, What are we doing? Because we, so we lost the opportunity to go to the, yeah. the Confederations Cup. And we Cup. let Mexico go. Yeah. Yeah. So it's going to be even tougher during the qualifiers. Yeah. Oh, my. Oh. <laughs> Let's hope they all get into yeah, because, the Confederation uh, Cup. Especially for the U.S. Can we get Chase Utley on whatever team <laughs> plays Mexico? Yeah, he's the, uh, the starting center back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just, he's just slide tackling everyone. Everyone's got broken legs in Mexico. I don't know what happened. Even people in the stands. This is a tough day for Mexico. For the you know the U.S. being in CONCACAF, you, they don't get to play against the top European talent. So going to the Confederations Cup would have been incredibly... Uh, beneficial uh, yeah. for the players for, and for their experience. Yeah, uh, so we're stuck playing friendlies against North Ireland. A lot Ugh. of times, uh, you know, a lot of people were saying, like, uh, uh, and I saw it all over Twitter, like, oh, after the U.S. loss, like, oh, this is a meaningless competition. Who cares? We don't really need it. Uh, I mean, look, I, I want to be the first one to defend Klinsman. You don't believe that, No, do I don't believe that at all. Neither do I. That's ridiculous. I could be the first one to be like, well, I didn't want it anyway. Exactly. I get that sentiment. Mm-hmm. I'm the first guy to be that guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, you get passed up like at a yeah. comedy club. Like, after, yeah. Whatever, that cl- the club was... After I didn't even six, need it anyway. After six and a half years of, <laughs> of being in love with my, my girlfriend, I asked her to marry me. She says, no, psh, I didn't love you anyway. <laughs> That's exactly who I would have been if she would have said no. Psych! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that ring is fake. You you don't need this joint. <laughs> Smush her mom in the face. Just mush her right in the face. Just get out of here. I walk out. My hands held high. I got two girls waiting for me. <laughs> my mom and my sister. Crying <laughs> so all the way back home. Yeah. That's what I would have done. So I get that sentiment. But come on. This was... Even if it even if it wasn't the Confederation Cup, even if it was worse than that, if it was some garbage made up, another you know Chuck Blazer Bowl that doesn't mean anything, I get it. It's still beating Mexico. We have no, there's no one else that we can prepare ourselves better for the World Cup than against playing Mexico and beating them. Beating them is so important every time we play them, whether it's a friendly or anything else. They get up for those games and they beat us on our home turf. That's not what you do. And Klinsman, you got to be the guy who goes on TV and says, this wasn't good enough. You guys are right. I will fix this. Not, well, you got to look at the previous game. Nah, stop being German, dude. You lived here 12 years. He shouldn't have moved to Cali. He should (laughs) have moved. He should have moved to Brooklyn. If he would have moved to Brooklyn instead of Cali 12 years ago, he would have known. You got to get on TV and you got to not be so chill. You can't be Polanco. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. The the kind of attitude Polanco has does not lead to any kind of success. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, What am I doing with my life? Uh, you know what I mean. <laughs> no, this okay. isn't the moment to be the, the everything's going to be okay, coach. This is the moment to say, you know what? You guys are right. We're going to fix this before the next World Cup. And you know what? Most of the fans would still be – a lot of fans would still be calling for his head. But most of the fans would be like, you know what? I, I respect what he's doing. We're now going to start grading him. You made Landon Donovan, the most spoiled brat in, in, in U.S. soccer history, look like he was well, like well within his rights to say what he did. You should have shut him up with a win. And yeah. I know we were close. I know we were close we were, to yeah. it. And I know that it's hard for me to say this because what that ball bounces a little bit one inch to the right or left, and we're not talking about this. We're talking about an amazing comeback win. Uh, but, you know, the, the, the word, this, this is the thing that bugged me the most after the loss. Uh, I don't know if you saw this. So uh, the, the, Mex- the Mexican national team on their Twitter were basically, you know, having a parade, trolling yeah. the, the U.S. men's national team. And they, so they put a, there's an image, you can find it uh, on, uh, I'll, I'll put it somewhere, I'll, I'll tweet it, but the, 
Well, tweeting from the soccer cooler. Well, yeah, from soccer cooler. There's an image of, uh, uh, you know, the, the, the crest for the U.S. men's national team and the, and the Mexican national team. And it has two check marks. And uh, they say real 2016 and Russia uh, 2017 for the Confederations Cup. And, and both are checked for... For 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 Mexico, yeah, and on the U.S. side, and the the real 2016 for the Olympics is just a question mark, and it says Russia 2017, just an X because they didn't make it. Oh. Uh, so and 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 then it says, uh, and then they have a, a very popular hashtag that says El fútbol es nuestro, which is mean, meaning soccer, so- is so- soccer is ours, yeah, which is like, all right, guys, all you, right, you won, yeah, like. <laughs> Also, we all got it from the same place. It's not yeah, like you invented like, the sport. And then it's also it also feels like, look, are you mad at us or are you mad at Trump? Because yeah, it's a yeah. little this is a little heavy. Yeah. <laughs> a yeah, little heavy. Very hand. heavy handed. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, and maybe then, Trump is right now that now that you're saying all <laughs> yeah, those we things, don't want to take Trump's side. Yeah. You now know? all of a sudden we're all voting for Trump here. You <laughs> yeah. one of them dudes back? Yeah, you want, uh, it's like oh, housing's you know, going to be real cheap in L.A. If Trump doesn't win, uh, uh, you know, the presidency, he he he's definitely in line for. Uh, the, the president of the U.S. Soccer Federation. Make him the national team coach. Let's see how that yeah, goes. We'll see how that goes. We'll yeah. certainly have New Jersey. Everything's going to be gold. Yes. <laughs> and then, uh, uh, you know, the, the caption they wrote was, uh, Así o más claro. Meaning like, like, is, is this clear or do you yeah. need to, do I need to, do, do we need to make it clear? Yeah. Do we need to, do we need to focus in a little more <laughs> or do you, I think you get it. So it's, uh, yeah. So a little, uh, you know, not, this is why we have to be Mexico. This is why we have to. And by the way, we would have been classy about it. I don't think we would have responded this way. I know because as Americans, we are better people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you felt bad about it right away. I How's did. it feel to be on this side of the fence, huh? You get to be a little uh, Alexis there for a you moment. Know, you know, you say things and you hope, you know, you, you know, they're not. Like on your head, you're like everyone's gonna think this is a joke. Oh, that didn't sound like a joke. Let me say that. Let me clear Out of up. context, we say horrible things. I mean, who? Are, I'm I'm most mad at. Who do you blame more, Klinsman, Altador, or Bradley? Let me ask you. Uh, can we include God in there? <laughs> <laughs> He's Mexican, so you might as well. Dios. Uh, so why were the three? We got Klinsman, Klinsman, Altador, or Bradley, who did not deliver the ball or play well. Uh. I mean, look, I, I would say it's just Klinsman. Klinsman decide who, who decides who gets to go on the pitch. So if he just, gets fired, are you surprised? I, I I would be a little bit surprised. Would you be disappointed? Um, it, my disappointment would be based on who was the next hire. What do you mean? Meaning, like, if, if they do better, if it's a better person, that who, who uh, could possibly who, be? What do I know? I, I know mean, that's what I'm saying. There is no Mourinho. One. I, I, it's well, Mourinho. You know what? That would be because <laughs> America would love soccer at that point. <laughs> Because just to see what he does to this team. Yeah. Oh, that would be exciting. He might lose his job. Who knows? You know what? You know what really upset me the most. You know the armchair analyst, uh, Matthew Doyle. Yes. Yes. I do. uh, he he did a story a long time ago about he. They made him watch 50 hours of American soccer dating back from 1990 to come up. And this is the first uh, the first uh, edition of Howler magazine had this in it. Okay. It was a very very long big piece that I'm almost through. Basically, the gist of it is. Uh, he looked at so much American soccer to come up with what is our definitive style. You know, Spain, tiki-taka, right? Mm-hmm. Brazil, dancing around. Everyone is a forward, right? Yeah. Uh, every, all these teams have their own way. England traditionally was lump it forward, heavy on defense, right? What is America's uh, style? America's style is sitting back on... This is what... Basically, yeah, just yeah, what he's he saying. did the research. Yeah. yeah, and if he's listening and I'm wrong, please correct me. If we, if we got any Matthew Doyle stands listening and I'm wrong, please email us at soccercooligans at gmail.com and correct us. But... <laughs> Uh, he said that our our style is sitting back on defense, all players back, and ready to attack 
on the counter. The counter, yeah. Which is the most cynical, boring version of soccer there is. I know Mourinho won with that style, parking the bus, if you will, for all of our English fans. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know Mourinho won with that style, but is that what you want to see out of Mourinho? That's not advancing. That's not progressing the sport. That's regressing. That's that's saying like, well, I'm only good enough to do this, so I'm just going to do this to the best of my level. That's not what America's about. That's not what the American dream is. That's not what my family came to this country. That's not what your family, you know, came into this country. That's not why anybody's family came to this country was to be like, oh, well, you know, I'm a really good farmer, so I'm just going to try to be the best farmer possible. Yeah. No, I want my kids to be lawyers and doctors or whatever. Get money. That's what we're getting money. <laughs> yeah. I want them to be members of, <laughs> of, of a junior mafia. Uh, yeah, you, you, we're supposed to do better. We're supposed to progress as a country. I, we're not going to be, we're not going to, I know I'm talking real fast and I'm sorry, but we're not going to beat any of these world powers playing that, that boring 1990 style. Stop watching video from 1990 when we didn't have academies or anything. Yeah. We're supposed to be propelling the sport. That's what Jurgen's supposed to do. And that's why so many people are behind him. I agree. And But I think what, what I think the reason it hasn't progressed as fast as it could is because I think a lot of the players have grown up with this sort of uh, ingrained idea that the U.S. is not a soccer powerhouse. So yeah, but they're, so, they're so the, the saviors of that. But that affects that affects their confidence when they are playing, you know, European uh, European powerhouses. So it, it's a it's a it's a culture that has to grow. But I think it's it's getting there. And I think Jurgen has helped with that because I mean you saw the 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 victories against. Uh, the Netherlands and Germany, so there there is some progress. Yes, these are friendlies, but they do mean something when yeah, it comes we to building. Have done it ten years ago. I so, told yeah. it exactly. Uh, all right, uh, Jurgen to me is the guy to at least get that conversation started. I'm a little weary as to whether he's the guy to get us to that point. But my big fear is the next guy who gets hired won't be given as much control and he won't be able to get it to that point. So we're almost at this point, pot committed, all in on Jurgen. I'm scared. I don't think it's. I don't know what's going to happen. I think it's going to be another one of these things where I got to wait another forty years before someone comes in and says, "Hey, why don't we have non-pay for play in academies and developing all one style down down to the U, you know, to the U10s." We don't. We're not going to have that if we if we get rid of them now because I'm a little scared that Don Garber is going to stick his hands in there and try to muddle it all up, you know, yeah. and try to make it even bigger connection MLS. And I love MLS, but I think we all would sit here and agree if we. If we had a development system a little closer to Europe, with the amount of people we have in this country and the amount of athletes we develop in this country, we just need to develop these already athletes into footballers. I yes. walked past the schoolyard. There were kids. A lot of kids were playing basketball and, and American football, but I saw a lot of people wearing soccer jerseys. And I thought about it for a second. These kids love European soccer. They're all wearing European. One kid was wearing a Rebels jersey. One kid was wearing an NYCFC jersey. The rest of them were Real Madrid they were, and Barca's. They were having a knife fight with each yeah. other. Yeah, and you know what? <laughs> I stepped in and I stabbed the kid in the Red Bull jersey because nobody messes with someone wearing. We, t- we take sides. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. No, that I take sides. I carved NYCFC into the top of his head. Uh, just to prove a point. Every time he gets a haircut, he's uh, uh, a child I'm talking about. But that reminded anyway, me of Inglorious Bastards <laughs> when they did that. The scalping. <laughs> but here's why I'm saying this. It's the perfect sport, especially the Europe, the English side of it. It's Saturday morning cartoons. You remember Saturday morning cartoons? Yeah, vividly, yes. Yeah, now it's Saturday morning soccer. Oh, yeah. When the games are being oh, played, these kids are up. The parents are trying to make breakfast and do other things. You put the TV on. You've got a game on. You yeah, got, yeah. That's why it's becoming super popular. Yeah, yeah. It's better than cartoons. I used to be as big a fan of uh, Ninja Turtles and uh, the the uh, with the Thundercats 
as I am now of Arsenal. It makes complete sense. Yeah. These I, kids and I are going to grow up in that I keep style. telling you to stop wearing your lino costume I will to the not. <laughs> I will not. He was blue. <laughs> you're, no, the other guy was blue. <laughs> My team is blue. You're, you're, you're embarrassing me. <laughs> uh, what a wonderful. You, you did make a point about, uh, like, given how big this country is, we should be able to, to we de- should develop be a talent. Factory. But look, what happened? Uh, look, look how we have. Uh, you know, the dream team, you know, look, uh, you know, for, for men's basketball, it's like we pluck uh, you, uh, the infrastructure for uh, developing talent is is in America has always been that we we pluck out of the professional uh, leagues and, yeah. and, and find the best players there. So it, it's almost the country's too big. It, uh, it's too big of uh, uh, to, to Brazil's to, massive. Yeah, but it's it's not. Uh, but also everyone plays the game. I mean, it's, there's, there's just so much competition at a young age to take uh, a young people uh, away from from soccer. Like this, so the people who are committed have to be really, really committed, and they're also they also have to like find the game themselves. It doesn't really find them. So it's it's. I feel like that's when we were kids. I think now it's different. It's the number two sport between uh, for twelve to twenty four year olds behind the NFL. I mean, it's there. You know, they want to they want to play soccer more than they want to play basketball or baseball. Sure. I mean, I, I don't think that there's a there's a, a, you know a slow interest in uh, or the interest in the game is 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 slowing as far as young children. But the infrastructure. Yeah. To, they have no they have no way of developing that 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 interest. Yeah. And that and that is going to be defined by like the people at the top and, yeah. and uh, who want to change. how how uh, uh, the, sort of the system is to feed players up. Right. And the park I'm talking about that I drove past is is on the Upper West Side, you know, yeah. where, you know, high-end kids. I mean, these aren't low-income kids. Like, when I grew up in Luxury North, children. No one. Yeah, these are these are children who are being raised made, by made Jamaican Made of porcelain. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> frail, very frail children. These are Yadro. These are children made by Yadro. Uh, they're not built... They're not built the same way the kids I grew up with were. And those kids, unless they came directly from a Latin American country, uh, or as I should say, a South American country or Central American country, did not care about soccer. Yeah. Puerto Rican and Dominican kids I was talking to did not care about soccer. You didn't care about soccer growing up. Your I father did. doesn't care about soccer. Your mother doesn't care about soccer. I don't know my dad. He's Uruguayan. Maybe he does. But my mom <laughs> doesn't care about soccer. We always, get, we always somehow find a way to, in every podcast to mention how you do not know your father. <laughs> I mean, I know the guy. I know the guy. I shouldn't say that. I don't want to, but I do know him. Uh, yeah, but what yeah. I'm saying is Uruguayan. I just don't know if he if he likes soccer or not, but I know his family does. Like That's how I picked Peña at all, because the family. But long story short, yeah. it's the kids that are bringing it with them. It's not the kids that are here other than like these rich white kids, which is fine, and there's not a problem, but that's literally what our national team has been consisted of, because if it wasn't for those guys who learned it in the Scots American Club in Kearney, everyone else would be the ones who could afford to go to soccer camp. Those were the only ones who could afford to play the sport, because it was pay for play. We need to change everything. One loss to Mexico, and the whole thing needs to be. Let's <laughs> blow the whole thing up. Start fresh. Start Right Everyone loses their jerseys and numbers where everybody competes. <laughs> Alex is literally flipping the table yeah, over. Yeah. <laughs> we are done. <laughs> We're done. It's over. Yeah, Jurgen, you stay on, but got to build this thing from scratch. All right, let, let's uh, let's come back and we'll we'll talk about some MLS playoff. All right, uh, I'm going to relax a little bit and then yeah. we'll come back and talk about MLS. Uh, thank you so much for listening. We'll be right back. Listen to this. against the Netherlands and Germany. And here again tonight, 
You see it again here, Yedlin cutting inside, Wood runs across, and a calm, composed finish under Munoz. Goes through his legs, two substitutes having a tremendous impact for Jurgen Klinsmann, and look what it means to this U.S. team. U.S. able to scramble out of momentary danger. Beasley flying through, hooked in the air from Jimenez into the box, it's fired it in! Paul Aguilar! It's lost it up, lofted up in the air by Jimenez. And that's a phenomenal piece of technique by Aguilar. He's been phenomenal in this game, and the outstretched arm of Brad Guzan has absolutely no chance on that one. It's cleared out. Layun takes a bad touch, and Beasley overcommits there. But what a strike that is. And that's it. It's over. Mexico won. Three to two in extra time. Certainly a match to remember, but ultimately, you have to say Mexico were the deserved winners here tonight. But ultimately, Mexico's pressure and relentlessness going forward in a world-class strike from Aguilar to win it. And Mexico three, United States two. Ah, we're right back. Yes, we are. Oh, man. So, well, last time we did a podcast, uh, if you listened to our last episode, we were saying by the time we record our next one, we should know whether NYCFC is in the playoffs or not. And I am very happy to announce we made it. We're actually, we've somehow won the supporter shield. No, we didn't. Uh, we're not in the playoffs. No, uh, we, we had, uh, what, what was our, uh, what were our chances? Our Point chances were 0. 0.8 percent. Okay. 0.8 percent. And they are now point nothing. 0. 0.0 yeah. uh, percent. Actually, it's O-U-T if you look it up. It says we are out because Montreal did what they are not supposed to do and they won a match. Yeah. Uh, you know what? And, and look, it, the last few, the last like, I would say two months have been a little sort of uh, stressful because yeah, no closure, no closure, no we closure. Like you know, we weren't at the bottom of the table. No, well, we we clearly weren't at the top. We were just constantly almost there. Yeah, uh, and I think we we were in sixth place for I believe. A good stretch. A good maybe eight minutes yeah. because the, the other game ended. and <laughs> I remember it. I remember those So minutes. it was kind of nice. It was, it was, you know, I thought. A lot of screen caps of our cell phones. <laughs> a lot of posting. We that. needed the evidence. Yeah. yeah. Um, but they're out. They're out. So they are mathematically yeah, out. There's two games remaining. And, uh, you know, now we can do. Sit all, back. Sit back. Watch just, a little, watch a little soccer. Exactly, and instead of just enjoy the experience of having, our, you know, our first MLS team on, uh, you know, in New York City, yeah. in in one of the boroughs. So it's kind of, uh, kind of fun. Yeah, and it's you kind know, of, what? let's just enjoy it. Hats off, hats off to all the other teams, including the Red Bulls. They've, they're doing great. They still have a shot at the supporter shield. Yep. Hats off to all of them. Uh, a little upset that you guys beat us three times, but uh, and, yeah, yeah, very. a little bit, very, very, very <laughs> upset. Uh, you guys are the Mexico of <laughs> of the MLS, um, but yeah, I mean, you know, not look, the, and that's not an insult. That's no, not an insult. <laughs> just means you beat us when we didn't want you to. Uh, but what I'm saying is, uh, you know, look, I, what a wonderful first season. I mean, highs and lows. We've had them both. Eleven game losing streak. Mm -hmm. uh, I still remember the first home match when David Villa scored. That was beautiful. I mean, the release of of just of just emotion was incredible. It was a wonderful to watch, wonderful to be a part of. Um, I could not be happier other than if we would have made the playoffs and made a nice strong run. Obviously, our goal was to win the MLS Cup. It probably will be that again next year. But what I think we should do as fans, and I think nothing could mean more to the players who gutted out that 11-game losing streak, 
um, have been here thick and thin, have been running their asses off, have been sweating and toiling and bleeding for this team, including David Villa, who came to this country when everyone said it was a retirement for him and really has tried to take this team and this league on his shoulders. Very much and, so. uh, you know, double-digit goals in the season. I mean, when we all thought he wasn't going to score anything after and that assist, first one. And assist. And assist. He's been a beast, and he's been a wonderful captain, and he has been an absolute amazing mentor and teacher. There's nothing better we can do than show up to that last match and sing and chant our, our hearts and minds off. I was going to say another word that's a swear word, and I'm not. <laughs> uh, but we should we should chant our behinds off, and we should all get behind them and salute them on the way out because that was one hell of a season we've had. I completely agree, man. It, uh, it this it's been a very interesting year. I've never you know I've never uh, uh, been a part uh, and been this connected to any sports franchise uh, ever in my life, and it's it's just yeah. been like oh there's like this. Uh, you know, like I've never had a, a pet before, right? So right. I've never learned how to love. Yeah, okay? yeah, really. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, you grew know, up in a monastery. No, but you said like, I didn't have a pet either. You, you know how the, the the good thing about pets is that there's this strength. You, you see stri- them die one day. <laughs> <laughs> right, I was. <laughs> you were saying. Uh, you have this like sort of. Uh, a new entity in your life that you start to learn to love, right? As and opposed you, to your parents, which, and you have to take care of, which exactly. is also important. As opposed to your, you know, family members or parents, where like you, you, they automatically love you, and you don't really. It wasn't earned. Yeah. No, you. By the time you know what you're, what's going on, they're already there. So this, uh, uh, you know, connection to this uh, sports team mm-hmm. has been this thing where I'm like, wow, like they are. Yes, they are. They are. I don't know people you know i don't know the people who run the team i don't know you know the yeah. players on a and any kind of very intimate level yeah but the fact that uh uh you know the, the experience i'm so i've been so connected to the experience to, uh, the, to the supporters uh mm-hmm. and i've it's like wow i care i care as opposed to you know how sometimes people are like oh sports and yeah, my dumb husband and his fantasy football. Yeah, oh, all he does is <laughs> check the sports all day. You know, and I can, I yeah, I can understand how you know people can feel that way. But this has been, this has been the best. I mean, I, you know what? The and here's the thing. I mean, the good and bad. We've had some experiences with the fans. You know, there's been t- weird moments and tough moments and yeah. amazing moments. But I mean, we've really, we, uh, you know, this team has built a little of a community. Here, like a little of a, a little bit of a family, yeah, you know, with the fans, and it's been absolutely amazing to both not only watch but be a part of. It's been great. I agree. Well, you know, the NYCFC uh, they are not in the playoffs, and it's not it, happening. It is a bummer because yeah. uh, it would have been cool. Uh, there aren't many, uh, and unless... I feel bad for the players. They're not going to make as much money because they're not going to play as many games. You know, okay, or yeah. the front office. You know, they could have made a little bit more money. I mean, whatever. I'll, I'll tip them on the way out. Yeah, give them a little, little fiver. <laughs> See you go, boss. <laughs> All right, get yourself a cup of coffee. Take who care. The, who, the, take care. who, the players or the front office? Who are you talking about? Both. Who knows? Both? Everybody gets a five? Whatever. Everybody gets Whatever a five? Whatever it takes, you what know? You, De Niro and Goodfellas? You know, Everybody just, gets a 20 just, in the cigarettes? Just make, make sure my girl gets a good seat. Yeah, you know? yeah, Sit oh, her up close. Oh, don't, don't get a scratch on the car, okay? Here you go. Put it up close. I want to leave. When I want to leave, I want to leave. That's you. Look at you. Bobby De Niro Polanco. Um... Uh, oh, I forgot, I forgot what I was gonna say. Um, I forgot. Yeah, I forgot what you were saying too. We should. We probably should <laughs> play back, but we're not going to. We're gonna move forward. Uh, oh, I now remember. So uh, NYCC, they're not in the playoffs, and it is a it is a bummer because it would have been a, a cool thing for you know there aren't many MLS expansion teams that have made it only one to the playoffs. So it would have been a cool thing. Uh, Orlando still has a chance. Uh, we didn't have to bring that up. We you know whatever if you know we're, if we're talking and about they're seriously considering Zlatan Ibrahimovic. 
Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm seriously considering his last name for him. I'm considering being an Orlando fan if he comes to the league. <laughs> that would be cool. I would never get another another team's uh, shirt, but Slaton maybe, maybe. Did uh, so, uh, what, did, did we talk about this Orlando. on the podcast before? Where I oh uh, I think maybe we did. Uh, but I, we might have. I I, I I saw on Twitter I had posted about like uh, is it like okay to buy another team's jersey if you are like a fan of a particular player on the team yeah and wow the firestorm yeah of, no, you created a nope. bit of an issue <laughs> everyone got super mad oh, yeah. and i just posed the question yeah. i did not even you know give uh, uh people uh, were like how dare you suggest <laughs> that it's okay that yeah. And yeah so like in my uh naivete of trying to figure <sighs> out you know, the, sort of the politics yeah. of the sport. Hey, here's a question that's on my mind. <laughs> Why don't I post this on a social media platform? And I'm sure everyone's going to take this very seriously. Exactly, as they normally maturely, as yeah. they normally do. I know they was they went out, they no, went after you. They went uh, pretty wild. So yeah. uh, don't you do not buy. So I'm just going to tell you what they told me. Yeah, do not do that. Yeah, do not buy a Zlatan jersey if he is in Orlando. You know what? I'll buy the PSG one. I'll buy the Paris Saint Germain. That, that would be fine. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I learned that too. You yeah. can, you can do that. You can also, you can also buy the national team, uh, you know, the national team jersey yeah, to support yeah. them. Uh, so you can buy a, what uh, uh, Sweden. Switzerland, yeah, Sweden, uh, Sweden, 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 Sweden. Yeah, which one is it? Sweden, Sweden. Yeah. Uh, so, but so not not a rival club's jersey. No, learn that. Uh, so I was so I was saying uh, NYC not in the playoffs, but. The amazing Mets are uh, uh, like my Yankees. They lost a one game play. Good for them. I, you know, not a not a Yankee fan. No, nah, uh, not. Uh, you just, love the Mets. Uh, yeah, I, I love a Rod too. You know, I support him. Uh, yeah, but that's about it. Um, but they, the Mets are. Yeah, they're in uh, a very heated series, especially after Game Two. Where Chase Utley Chase. decided to put on the American football helmet <laughs> and shoulder pad. So he's he slid into second base trying to break up a double play. Ended up fracturing Ruben Tejada's leg. leg. He broke somebody's leg, which is... Supposed to break out the play. He broke a player's leg. It, You know, and he got suspended, which I actually don't think he it was deserved the suspension. No, because you know what? Here's the thing. You could pull up a bunch of other slides that are worse, and that didn't get suspension. So there's no legal precedent. There's no player precedent for it. Exactly. But I think we anyone who watched that was like, that's not right. It, and it, here's the thing. You know, it the did rule, look like interference. That I would say that at the The rule least. is you're not allowed to purposefully try to break up a double play. You know, that, that means both runners are out. By the actual rules. I know no exactly. one follows that rule. Yeah. Um, but by the law of the book, you're not you're really allowed to You're supposed to, try to, to go for the, the base. Yeah. And he did go for the base, but the, the, the base was to his left and his feet were beyond the also, base. Also, he decided to slide like a foot and a half away from the play. Yeah. Uh, the, the, and he slid very late. It, yeah. it, 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 That's what I'm, I'm saying. It did not, not look like he was like going directly for the base. He, no. he looked like he was going for the for the man. Yeah, that was all, that was all types of messed up. So, uh, but as you watch it, you feel bad for Reyes because, I mean, he not uh, Tejada. Tejada. Sorry, I'm, Re Reyes, Reyes got traded yeah, to Toronto. I was thinking, what's his name? Uh, uh, Tejada. I don't know why I thought Reyes, but yeah, no. Jose Reyes because he was the shortstop. No, Jose. No, I was thinking of someone else. But anyway, okay. Uh, yeah, Tejada who tried to do the turn anyway. Yeah. Like, you know, really gutted it out. You see a guy sliding towards you, my reaction would be like, stop, you know. But he tried to do, he still tried to throw for first, and boy, yeah. he got spun and tossed. Yeah, so that it was bad. So people were angry, uh, yeah. deservedly so, because they, you know, they lost a good player. Uh, and so if you're a Yankee fan, a U.S. men's national team fan, and a big Ruben Tejada fan, you had a very bad week. <laughs> rough week, rough yeah. week. Yeah, and and that's the thing. In both the 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 game, uh, they they were on at the same time. 
I was watching them at a bar, the men's national team, and bragging. <laughs> no, <laughs> watching it at a bar. But they had both screens right next to each other. We're watching them both, and uh, you know, it was uh, it was all very sad. Yeah, um, baseball doesn't have a lot of oh moments, and that right? Was, so when you're just like, wait, wait, yeah, who scored? That was yeah. So uh, obviously, Mets fans were very angry, but probably. Uh, no one was as angry as uh, Will from Queens, who called in on the Mike Francesa show. Oh, my God. <laughs> if you guys have not heard this. <laughs> Will from Queens, who has no friends at the deli anymore. <laughs> uh, so this was uh, Mike Francesa. He is a, a radio host on uh, uh, WFAN. W- yeah. WFAN. And, uh, Famous. Mike and the Mad Dog, the first radio sports station. Correct. And uh, so we, so he had a caller. You know how sports radio is. It's like, hey, uh, you know, Joe, give me yeah. thoughts on the game. And then they yeah. and they have him go on. You about say whatever thing. you want. So Now, I will say before we play this that, you know, these calls are supposed to be pre-screened. <laughs> uh, supposed to, a producer, which is probably an intern, is supposed to say, what do you want to say on the air? And then exactly. you say, hey, I want to say that slide was garbage. And it reminds me of this play. And they're like, all right, cool. We're going to put you on. And then you sit and wait. So someone had to ask this guy, "Yeah, what is he going to say? I mean, they, and then I mean, uh, they, let's say his mood changed completely <laughs> before he got to answer. It, yes. So this Chase Utley slide affected uh, this guy very deeply, yeah. much more than most. Yeah. And it's one of the best moments on radio, yeah. I think. The, here's what you look out for when we play this, is Mike Francesa's reaction. It's the best. Uh, the most New York reaction. <laughs> I grew up without a father. In this moment, I feel like I had one, okay? So uh, so listen to this. This is Will from Queens calling in uh, the Mike Francesa show. I don't know what else you want them to do. That's Mike talking. Mm-hmm. Will in Queen- Queens, go ahead, Will. What's up? Hey, Mike. Um, I guess I just want to shift, the, you know, the conversation, you know, from the play. Uh, you know, I would say it's dirty. It bothers me as a Met fan. But yes. Harvey better step up tomorrow night. I, what does I'm that mean? I'm disgusted with him, but this is his one chance. Put the team on your shoulders, and then you got my faith back in you. He has to do it tomorrow night. I want to see it done tomorrow night. Thank you. Uh, Will, are you crying? <laughs> I'm not really crying over this, I hope. Jeez. I get a little emotional there, Will. Jeez. I think Will was crying. It sounded scary. Will, come on. Calm down on it. It's Sunday morning. But he'll be all right. Jeez. I'm glad I'm spending the day with Will. That'd be a tough day. <laughs> Will, Will, come on. Come back to us, please. Will was upset. Um, <laughs> wow. That's you roast the guy. <laughs> That was pretty good. The poor bastard is crying live on the air. You know he didn't want to. He was trying to hold it back. <laughs> he John Baynard. He was like, oh, the lips quivering. <laughs> what am I going to do? He couldn't hold it in. Yeah, could not. I All mean, right. that that is like uh, Oscar level dramatic crying. Yeah. Oh, man. I didn't even think about that. That guy, <laughs> that guy's a great actor if he, if he pulled that off. That was incredible. That was, yeah, that's that. You, I mean, I don't think that guy's ever cried in his life. <laughs> I don't think he knew what that emotion was. He didn't cry at his kid's wedding, but he's talking about the Mets. And man, this kid, this guy, Will, what are you doing, huh? You come to my radio show, you cry. Wipe the microphone off now. Yeah, you ruined my show. Uh, that might be my new absolute favorite favorite thing forever in my life. Yeah, I, yeah, that's it. That was that reached the peak. I mean, look, I was just talking about you know uh, uh, loving NYCFC and that connection to the team and yeah. 
I mean, I wouldn't go. No, I wouldn't I, go that far. If you, <laughs> you slid know, and injured, I didn't lose. Ruben Tahad is not Cespedes. That's their big guy. Yeah. Uh, if you slid and injured Tommy Mac, I'd be upset, but I wouldn't be on the phone, you know, on a radio show <laughs> crying. You need a, but you know, Tommy Mac needs a, <laughs> the boy need to come here. <laughs> you need a, you need a Tommy Mac. I miss you. <laughs> I would not be that guy. But it, you know what? He he, he was. He wasn't even crying over the the slide. He was talking about how much he really how he wanted Vendetta. he, he wanted <laughs> Matt Harvey to, to to win for the team yeah. like cuz we'll we'll let go cuz Matt Harvey's been going through uh uh you know this, this he saying that he has an innings limit and and uh, he might not play in the playoffs and he were, a real prima donna. Exactly. Him. So he was just like don't disappoint me, man. This is all I <laughs> You know that guy's got a gun in his mouth. He's ready that's, to what, that's what Mike Francis is worrying about. He's like, hey, yeah, are we going to yeah, – yeah. do we have like uh, – can we trace that call? See yeah. where it came from? <laughs> can we triangulate it? I've seen that on, a, and on every Law & Order that's can, ever existed. Can we get on the 911 blotter? Because we need to know where this guy is. Yeah, we're on a seven-second delay, so he might have done it already. <laughs> But uh, I, you know, my favorite part of that was the reaction. He's like, that's all I got to say. Hang up. There was like two beats. And he's like, Will, what are you crying? <laughs> you get emotional? Doesn't even. What are you doing, Will? Yeah. You know, that's how... gonna, this guy can't go bowling anymore. <laughs> this guy can't go to a bar. But this, that's how old school Mike Francesa is. And yeah. He's just like, what? <laughs> no, this is. What is Water coming out of your eyes. <laughs> Do you remember that episode of uh, of Sopranos? I forgot the name of the 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 he one of the guys from the head of the, the uh, families. Mm. I think he ran like the New York, uh, you know, faction or whatever. Yeah. And he got he got pinched and he got uh he, and the, the FBI arrested him uh, like from his home at, a, at like during a party. Yeah. And th- they all saw him crying on the way out. Yeah. And nobody was like you know worried about oh how we're gonna get oh, no, you gotta, how you we're gonna get him out. It was just like. He's crying. He's crying. Yeah, he's so like, what is he gonna start talking to the yeah, talking yeah. to cops? No, like if, kill he, him if, if he's crying over here, like yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's exactly. By the way, I understand that reaction so well. Just lost all faith in him. I didn't even recognize that happened on that show because I'm like, yeah, you got to kill the guy. He's crying. He, that's not my boss. That's not a boss. Of yeah, yeah. That's written from true life. Yeah, that's- yeah. I'm like, yeah, okay. What? That's not. That's not the right reaction, Polanco. <laughs> You're telling me there's another way to be here that doesn't involve that reaction? Hey, rules are rules. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. Mike from Queens. All right, Will from Queens. Will from Will, Queens. Will from Queens. Oh, man. I, I hope, uh, you know, he gets famous. Yeah. Yeah. Just, you know. I hope he goes out there and tears it up. Tears it up. And then tears it up. Yeah, you want to tear it up. Oh, God. Mike Francesa's reaction will live, on in, will live in infamy. Uh, I think we're gonna play that as the as the break one more time. Let the fans hear it one more yeah, time. Yeah, it's too good. Uh, that was that was exactly what I want from now on. And by the way, that's what we are trying to do for soccer. You yeah. know, I mean, if, if we've talked about this before, that we want to be the American voices for soccer. Uh, look, I love Men in Blazers. Yeah, you guys are great. Um, two British <laughs> dudes being really dry about soccer. This is what American sports is. So if you've never <laughs> those tears, if, if you are listening and you're not from the New York area and you don't know what we're talking about. That Mike Francis's reaction <laughs> is exactly not necessarily that harsh, but that that brand of sports talk is that's who me and Polanco are naturally. And I'm sorry that I keep calling you Polanco, not Christian, but uh, another fan. Fine with that. That's also my name. Um, but that's exactly what we are when we're not on, you know, in front of these microphones, and mm-hmm. we're saying, let's bring this to the people because the people need to hear this about soccer because there's no one else doing it. You know, everyone's like, oh, everyone have a cherry out time. No, done. <laughs> All right, people need to get on your head. We want people 
telling you to stop crying, not that it's okay. <laughs> no pats on the back, slaps on the back. All right? Yeah. Get back up there. Get That's, back up on that it's horse. It's nice because, you know, the very uh, British sort of uh, 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 culture is just to be self-loathing and just sort of accept it. Right. And we're like, no, we'll make fun of you for it. Yeah, yeah, no. We're going we're gonna to push you deeper <laughs> into that hole. Yeah. Uh, and here's the thing. We're not crying over the NYCFC not making the playoffs. We're not crying about, uh, you know, uh, Mexico beating uh, the United States men's national team. We're not crying about the Yankees being obviously a better team than the Mets, but not being allowed to go in the playoffs because of some dumb rule uh, <laughs> and allowing the Mets to terrible to be in there uh we're not crying about those things right i mean you agree with everything i said 100 percent. i mean uh, you know i might uh find some flaws i'll talk to you about it off air <laughs> uh we're not crying about that you know what we're doing we're getting back on that horse and uh hey get back to us will from queens oh man if i could talk to will from queens just I'll, for a moment that would can be we good. find him and have him on the show i would love to do that oh my god i'm gonna i'm gonna yeah i'm gonna look it up yeah, let's see if we can find Will from Queens. It's going to be hard because I bet you Queens is just filled with guys named Will. But uh, <laughs> we will find Will from Queens. Um, let's just go to any bodega that's missing uh, uh, Kleenex tissues. And I bet you he lives <laughs> there. All out. Uh, dude, I, that was hilarious. When we get back, got a little surprise for you. We're going to talk about something we haven't talked about yet. So Yeah, it's going to be yeah, fun. Surprise meaning we're not, we're not telling you what it is. <laughs> not that it's going to be awesome or anything. Uh, but it will be awesome because it's the goddamn Cooligans. All right, see ya. Will in Queens. Willie, now you've had your 24 hours of fame. How you doing? Mike, it's good to talk to you. You wouldn't believe it. What? I got people calling me. They're, they're well, how would they know your number? Well, how about this, Will? It, you can get to the stadium, right? Yep. Okay, you get to the stadium. You, you know where Hodges is, the Hodges entrance is? Hodges? Yeah. I can find it. Okay, you be there at 8 o'clock and you can sit with me for the game. Okay. Hello. Yeah, I'm here. I'm serious. You get. Um, uh, we will meet you at Hodges at eight o'clock, and you sit, you'll be my guest. You'll sit with me at the game. Go to Hodges. Yeah, I'll, and I'll, I'll meet you there. Yeah, I'll... yeah. And we will meet. I'll have someone meet you there, and they'll bring in, and, and you can sit with me at the game. Behind a plate, I'm sitting behind a plate tonight. You sit with me at the game tonight. Okay. Okay, I'll be there. Okay. Don't cry again now, Will. I'm not. I'm not. Please. I'm not. I'll be there. I'm wearing my jersey. I haven't worn. Wait. The what, what jersey are you going to wear? I'm wearing the Harvey jersey and my med hat, but I haven't worn the okay. jersey all year. Okay. And good. Well, put it on. Put your Harvey okay. jersey on. Put your put your hat on. Put your Harvey jersey on. Okay. And find the Hodges entrance. And at eight o'clock, game starts. I, I don't th- know that we'll be there much for eight, but eight o'clock. The game starts at eight twenty-five or something. At eight o'clock, someone will meet you and take you to to and and bring you to the seat. And uh, okay, you are going to the game tonight with me. Deal. I don't know what I don't know what to say. Say right, let's gonna, go Mets. I'm going to get off the phone, Mike. Thank okay. You. Listen, tonight. but be there, okay? I'm serious. I'm not joking. Mike, I'll be. I'm taking the seven train over, and I'll be, be there. there. And wear your stuff. I, I will. All Thank right. you. I'll see you later. I'll see you tonight. Thank okay. you. Back after this. We are back. Uh, we're going to talk about a little bit of... Uh, MLS playoffs. Uh, MLS, MLS Cup. Play- MLS Cup playoffs. I mean, it's... Copa g- de MLS. MLS. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sure. You yeah. can say it like that. Uh, yeah. For our Spanish listeners. <laughs> yeah. Mom. Uh, <laughs> she's not listening. Uh, I mean, I imagine we do have several Spanish uh, Yeah, como lis- no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's another one for them. I, I, uh, I, was, uh, I forgot to mention this before. 
but I I play in a uh, I played in in a soccer tournament, mm-hmm. a football tournament this weekend. Football tournament with uh, with uh, our our friends Brown Bag Supporters Group by luck by absolute luck. Yeah. So I I joined uh, this league as a free agent. I just wanted to play in uh, you know in one game essentially in one uh, you know uh, uh, in, they would place me on any team as soon as I signed up, and I got placed. On the an NYCFC supporters group. Hilarious. I mean, what are the odds? I mean, and I and I was talking to uh, Vincent Correas, who I love, who, awesome, funny guy, great dude. Uh, he's not uh, a comic, just hilarious. He's one of the main uh, people at Brown Bag, right? Yeah. Uh, and he uh, he was like, it, it was destiny, man. Yeah, it was destiny. <laughs> you were meant to be here. <laughs> were, yeah, and you know we, we played uh, pretty well. Yeah, it was kind of one day I saw him and I can't remember the other dude who was with him. I was standing outside of Fat Baby. I was about to perform mm-hmm. at the Fat Baby venue. Yeah. And he's like, what are you doing here? It was just like me and a bunch of comics standing outside. I was like, I'm performing. What are you doing here? He's like, oh, we're just walking by. And he was like, you want to come get drinks with us? I'm like, well, I'm performing. Do you want to watch the show? And he's like, do you want to come get drinks with us? And I was like, I get it. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I, fe- I forgot why I brought that up. Oh, because you were playing with them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, brown bag. And it... Uh, and yeah, it was you great. You scored, right? I, I did score. Oh, of course one you of the, did. I mean, one of the greatest. I Look, I don't even know why we're bringing it up. I'm sure we all heard about it. Yeah, one know? of the greatest moments of my life. Yeah. I scoring, especially scoring a goal, and that isn't like, you know, it's a rec league or whatever, but uh, the, the the games are, they are don't a tournament. Don't minimize it. Don't no, minimize yeah, they it. Are, they are a tournament, and you yeah, have to. The, it's competitive. It is competitive. Yeah. And yeah, I put one in there. Yeah, yeah you did. I, I put it in the back of the yeah. net. It was nice. It was, uh, you know, there was a. Uh, uh, I was in. I was playing like uh, in the middle, mm-hmm. uh, and, and which is perfect for rec league. Not a very <laughs> defined position. Just, I, was I was just, just there in the, in middle, the middle somewhere. Just in the middle. There was a guy, uh, the playing right wing, right, mm-hmm. and he uh, uh, he a long pass, great pass too. He, he uh, a, a pass over me to to the left. Uh, uh, forward, forward, sure, or the left winger at that point. This, uh, yeah. So, the, uh, and it was, uh, so it was, it's co-ed. So this girl, she and she trapped it, and then she, then there was uh, another guy uh, next so to. So she, me. she got pregnant, but without him knowing, she <laughs> trapped it. All right, she trapped it. <laughs> yeah, send your emails to christian at gmail.com. Uh. <laughs> Hey, you, whatever strategy it takes yeah, to succeed. Yeah. Get show man. <laughs> you get show man. It's rough out here. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Heavy in these streets. <laughs> so she 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 passed it to the uh, a guy that was trailing behind me. He took a shot and ca- sort of you know kind of missed and uh, uh, the ball bounced towards me. I controlled it, kicked it right into the b- bottom right of the net and so you beat the keeper or I, I beat the net? keeper. I oh, beat the keeper. Oh, that's the that's yeah. the feeling. That was it was nice. Yeah. It's a, uh, yeah. I've been I've been enjoying uh, uh like this has been part of like uh, uh living the yeah. game, you know, cuz it's very, you know, I, I I never played soccer until really like maybe like 4 or 5 years ago. Yeah, like, and here he is scoring at will. At will. I'm yeah. very... Which was the name of the keeper. Just I'm very, right yeah. at him. You, at will from Queens. Hey, hello. Uh, <laughs> Why did you score on me? <laughs> I just want you to make sure... <laughs> to Get him back. Give your, give your all the next game. <laughs> <laughs> I asked for no mail on the sandwich. <laughs> why is it always sandwiches with me? I think we all know why. Anyway, <laughs> uh, the MLS playoff picture. Yeah. Uh, uh, because you're not on NYCFC, we uh, didn't make it. We didn't but make it. But other teams are playing... I, I I thought for a while they were going to cancel the playoffs because NYCFC didn't make it, but apparently that's not the case. I mean, MLS really wanted NYCFC yeah, to make it. Which I think it. is fair. Yeah. Uh, but no, not the case. Apparently they're going to play 
this thing. Uh, so in the East, we're looking at... Uh, uh, let's look at the top, and let's just talk about the top three, because I think they have the best chance. And we know that they're in, right? So mm-hmm. uh, for sure, we know that Red it's going to be Red Bulls, DC United. And New England Revolution. And New England. Uh, Columbus, Toronto, and Montreal right now are in there. Uh, so that looks like Orlando misses, if that's the case, mm-hmm. which, of course, I think we all want to see. Uh, in the West, which is a bit of a stronger division uh, or conference, I'm sorry. Uh, looks like I feel LA- like it's kind of evened out. In, in beginning of the year, I think it was West clearly better, but now I think it's. I don't know. I think uh, I think they I think they have the more consistent teams. Uh, you know, we're looking at uh, the Galaxy FC Dallas, which I, I can't imagine anyone beating FC Dallas uh, unless they fall apart. And Vancouver, who. You know, has my heart and soul because of how many Uruguayans are on that team. It's practically the uh, the secondary Uruguay national team. <laughs> uh, New England also has Fagundes, which is now an American player that you know because he was born in Uruguay and can't get American citizenship. Was actually uh, picked up by the Uruguay national team and has to be uh, in their camp recently. So oh, that's kind of exciting. That. Yeah, cool, really exciting. Uh, as far if you're Uruguayan, which is me and what six hundred thousand other people, none of which listen to this podcast, mm-hmm. but uh, really exciting. I mean, you've got you've got some fringe teams that are kind of scary. You know, you got Columbus Crew. Uh, uh, Columbus Crew SC now, um, which has you know Kai Kamara, which yeah. always a threat. You got Toronto FC, which if those guys can put themselves in position to actually play to their level, uh, can be very very scary. Montreal, which you know, look, ever since they got Didier Drogba, whoa, yeah, uh, that is a completely different team. The guy's thirty eight years old and he is crushing. Yeah, it. I, I don't think they're gonna give anyone too much trouble in in a you know in a playoff game. I don't know two matches. You know, look, I, I look what he's done. This is a very different team. Well, Piatti we're talking has, about like the last few pl- uh, games. We're not talking. We're talking about this is the DDA Drogba era. Yeah. And here's the thing: next year he's not going to be as fresh at this time. So this is the year you got Drogba to do exactly what he's doing: uh, create buzz again and win. You yeah. did not bring him in. It's to like not it's like a fr- like a free agent. You you know you're you're going to have to get rid of. He's a mercenary. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. a mercenary. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Toronto FC can be scary. Sporting Kansas City always a great team. Uh, great coach in Vermes, uh, Vermes, however you want to pronounce it. Um, I might be wrong. He might not be the coach. I, yeah, I believe he is. I get the names wrong sometimes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but obviously know how to play together. You got your Graham Zuzis and you got your, your Beasler. Is Graham Zuzi injured? Uh, I, I don't think, think so. so. Yeah. Uh, either way, I haven't paid a ton of attention to Sporting Kansas City, but always always a dangerous team. They know how to win. Um, they're, they, they're the closest to a Belichick-style run team uh, in, in MLS, uh, besides maybe the Galaxy. Uh, Seattle can be dangerous. A lot of fans, right? You know, mm-hmm. you got uh, you got Dempsey and whatnot. So uh, in San Jose, Wondolowski up front. You know, can he find old form again? Who knows? Um, Who do you think is going to take it? Um, if I had to put my money on it, I'd say I, it's tough for me to choose, but I'd have to go either the Galaxy or FC Dallas. Uh, I want to put my money on FC Dallas, but I just don't know if they're as consistent as the Galaxy. And come on, the Galaxy's got Dos Santos. They've got Keen. They've got Gerard. That's a tough, tough team to go against yeah. in a playoff because all, all those guys, except maybe Dos Santos, uh, sort of have been put in the pressure cooker their whole career. Um, Dos Santos has had a little bit more of a lax version of that, but um, guys like Keen and Gerard, they know how to win, you know. And I don't know that I want to pick. Yeah, I, I, I'm kind of leaning on the same. I think it's either going to be uh, Dallas or the Galaxy. But I, just a question: What would you do? How would you feel if the Red Bulls took the whole thing? Uh, mm, <laughs> uh, that's probably my best answer. Uh, <laughs> I think it would be tough. Not and and I'd be happy for the guys on the team because good for them. You know those guys. 
not all of them get paid like pros and good for them for winning and getting a little extra money. Mm-hmm. You know, happy. Hey, look, I, I think our competition should be as strong as possible. It's only going to make us better. Uh, the part that would suck are those terrible, terrible fans of theirs. Yeah. Uh, those those spoiled <laughs> we'll brats in. who just, ugh, I mean, shut-ins, mother's basement shut-ins who don't know how to act when they win. <laughs> uh, and, yeah, I mean, you know, they may not like us. We may not like them too much. But I can tell you this much. I mean, some of those guys I'm cool with online. But, man, when they win, it's annoying. So for them to win the MLS Cup – for an entire season, I have to hear about it. Yeah. Blah. <laughs> and you know what? No one's still going to show up to your stadium. So. Yeah. Uh, I, 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 I wish um, – I'm kind of rooting just more for the Eastern Conference. I think it would be cool uh, if someone from the Eastern Conference won. Uh, but, uh, yeah, any, sort of anybody besides the Red Bulls. That's sort yeah. of my – mentality yeah as long as orlando doesn't get in then i don't want orlando to win either (laughs) uh and i hope orlando doesn't get in because then they become only the second expansion team to make the playoffs that's not fair to us exactly we want we feel like we're the we're the we're the most important team the the new kids in school that should be getting the most attention we're the cool kids right we have a little (laughs) bit of a record yeah we're tough yeah yeah um yeah i think i think honestly like if i had to put my money down i think fc dallas feels I mean, Castillo is a beast. Yeah. Uh, you know, look, Colombia national team. You were saying before, Swansea's looking at the guy. Yeah, I think um, that I think that might happen. Yeah. Uh, you know, sometime after this season. And uh, by the way, the number two most watched team uh, in in America uh, from the English league is Swansea, right behind Manchester United. Really? Arsenal, which has the biggest fan base, down to number nine. Kind of odd. That's uh, interesting. Yeah, that was tweeted out before. Swansea's a fun fun team to watch. They're great. Yeah. Yeah, really fun and uh, cool cool kits you know they got the even the logo on the front looks kind of cool it's got that like yeah it's very uh pretty elegant it's it's, it's elegant they're an elegant club and Gomez is fun to watch man uh uh, yeah Bafatemi Gomez and Andre Ayu yeah. Uh, who? Who are you? Who, who are you? I don't know why they don't do that as a chant. <laughs> I don't know why they say who are you. But you should say who are you. Interestingly Perfect. enough, his injury is the reason why Poku's uh, going to play. He got called up by Ghana. Yeah, Poku getting called up by the national team. By the way, it's only a friendly, so he still has a shot. And he said he wants to play for Ghana, but I think we can convince him to come so, play for the USA. Yeah, by saying I mean, we'll, you know, obviously, we'll, we'll I think if up, if yeah. he wants uh like uh you know this obviously who wouldn't want to play for the american team right uh i mean if you have no real interest in succeeding in world football yeah it's <laughs> yeah, like, like ghana is <laughs> but, top 10 either, but you know, you know marketing and money and yeah. there's a lot of uh, benefits to come it come on play for the u.s oh that'd be so cool you know what his his uh idol is yaya tori and yeah i was like have you been back to africa you can play for africa you're gonna play for africa like yeah gonna, oh, okay, okay play in africa i should say not for africa you can play in africa so you know, he kind of that was on video. Like he kind of he kind of oh, uh, wow. razzed them a little bit for not for not going back to Africa, not, not supporting Africa enough. So a lot of pressure. I think just because of that. I mean, if my idol came down here, if Dom DeLuise came down, <laughs> that's not my idol. If uh, <laughs> if one of my idols, if Notorious B.I.G., if Biggie Smalls came down and was like, "What do you mean you moved out of Newark?" I'd be like, "I think I got to move back." Uh, <laughs> Biggie said so. So I get where he's coming from. But come on, play for the U.S. We need we need a we need a forward slash midfielder like you so bad. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah, I think that's uh, I think I uh, hell hell if uh, Rebels take it, but I'd be excited uh, nonetheless for you know the players on the actual team, not the shirt. Yeah, well, and and the playoffs are starting uh, pretty soon. The first one uh, is on October twenty eighth. There you and, go. So three days after our final match. Yep, and uh, and it's gonna be great. Yeah, the MLS Cup itself is on December sixth, so it's coming up. I mean, this yeah. is it's gonna be a nice. Uh, I think I, I'm. This is the first time I'm going to be, uh, uh, you know, really enthralled with the playoffs. I, you know, I used to 
I, I always made sure to not miss the MLS Cup. But uh, I'm gonna, um, you know, I'm gonna be on on board with the whole thing. Maybe we should do a Cooligans event for the MLS Cup final. Oh, that'd be great. That'd be a lot of fun, right? Yeah. Let's see if we don't have any uh, shows that night. Maybe we'll do a little something. I don't know if the fans would be into that. Email us if you if that's something you're into. If uh, you guys have a bar in, yeah. in mind, maybe we can Not do even a bar, but just at a comedy club. We'll figure. We something. could do some at a comedy club. We could do something at a bar too. Give us uh, a couple mics. Maybe we'll do like a special event. Uh, yeah, yeah. That sounds like a lot of fun. Get all the fans out. Uh, it gives us enough time to buy some merch so we can make money off you guys. And because, uh, you know, we're not doing it off of the ads on our YouTube videos. If you guys mind clicking a few more, we could actually sure. supersize the meal we buy with the money we've made. I mean, we do, we do it for the – we love we this the first. Love. Yeah, of course. I'm only kidding. No, seriously. Like, click on ads. I mean, the ads would be – Stop skipping. Yeah, yeah. Don't skip that. Don't skip that. Uh, we absolutely love you guys. If you could do us a favor, forget all that stuff we just said. Actually, remember it and do it. But also, if you can subscribe, hit subscribe on our YouTube and on our podcast on iTunes uh, we would adore you and love you forever and uh, look if you're with your girl if you're with your boy if you're with your friends grab everyone's phone ask them to put their password in and hit subscribe hit five stars it would help us out tremendously hit subscribe on YouTube subscribe on iTunes subscribe on YouTube subscribe on iTunes soccer cooligans is everything yeah the cooligans podcast we are here we are go to soccercooligans.com yes. watch stuff there uh, share some links. It's uh, this is great. We're, it's gonna be great. The Thank next you. couple of months. Hopefully you're having fun. We're having a blast doing this. Listen to this. Let us know what you think. Uh, get at us Instagram and Twitter at Cooligans, just like uh, Christian Polanco said. Uh, and where can people find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Chris Polanco on Instagram Christian uh, uh, at Christian underscore Polanco. And uh, yeah, doing bunch and of knocking boots every knocking Wednesday. boots every single Wednesday. And uh, you can go to ChristianPolanco.com. I do shows uh, all over the city. All over the city. And my name is Alexis. You can find me everywhere at not Alexis, N-O-T-A-L-E-X-I-S. And uh, you can find me at, uh, you know, uh, uh, Illuminati Party, which happens twice a month, um, except this month. So if you guys want free tickets for November, it's at The Stand Awesome Comedy Club, which you might have seen on TMZ because it was the first place that uh, Tracy Morgan performed at on his return after the injury. First place was at The Stand. That's where we do our show. If you want to go for free tickets with no drink minimum, by the way, hit me up. Uh, you can hit me up at Party Illuminati uh, on Instagram and or Twitter, and we will hook you up. Thank you so much for listening, guys. Talk to you soon. Thank you.